Warning. The following contains massive spoilers for the designated series. Listener discretion is advised. You're listening to the Television Archive, a show where we, the television-loving hordes of the internet, take a deep dive into what used to be in our beloved medium. My name is Thomas Michael Clark, and this is Mr. Robot. titled EPS 3.1 underscore undo dot GZ. Oh, another somewhat readable title. Yay! <laughs> so far, season three's episode titles are actually not that bad. Good for us, I guess. Uh, so, bunch of stuff going on in this episode. Lots to talk about here. First and foremost, so... This episode begins with a brilliant, brilliant opening sequence. Which I absolutely adore. With every fiber of my being. So, Elliot has his job at E-Corp, and he's basically using this new position to undo, hey, title, uh, the 5-9 hack. He's basically going in and is like, yeah, I'm going to repair everything or get as close as I can to it. Uh, I'm going to make the world better than I left it after that giant colossal mistake of a hack. And this includes, by the way, making sure stage two has no chance of happening on the uh, on the chance that Irving flat out lied to him and stage two is still on. Which, as we saw, is exactly what's happening. So, this includes, <laughs> but is not limited to, uh, my favorite aspect of this. He is pitching to his superiors, digitizing the paper records for the recovery program, Instead of shipping them all to one facility in New York. And is having everyone who doesn't listen to him arrested. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. What an Elliot move. Like, I can't think of anything more in character <laughs> than him to go into a corporation, pitch, hey, 
this is the best thing you can do. Do it. And then everyone who doesn't listen to him, uh, yeah, you're a piece of garbage. You're arrested now. <laughs> and it's not just his superiors that are getting arrested. Like, Elliot's in his spare time just hacking everyone at E-Corp and getting the scumbags arrested. Uh, he actually, in this opening sequence, acknowledges, like, yeah, uh, E-Corp is a necessary evil. Like, they stabilize the world in a way that is clearly important, as is evident from the fact that the world is in total disarray and on the brink of collapse after the 5-9 hack. (laughs) Uh, But we shouldn't try to destroy them, we should try to make them better. And the way he's doing that is arresting all the scumbags. And his life around it. His life around E-Corp. He is taking on more the life of corporate stooge. Uh, medication. Trunk club. Emojis. <laughs> and I adore. My favorite thing the show has ever done is those, like, freaking emoji heads that get put on everyone in this sequence it's so good it's so excellent like it's such a mr robot move stylistically speaking it's so amazing uh but that whole sequence it's so 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 freaking amazing i love everything about it uh but not everything is hunky-dory the way this opening sequence would (laughs) Would want you to believe the way Elliot is like desperately screaming, please believe me on this. It's everything's great. I'm still lonely and crying all the time, but everything's great. Everything's just so great. Uh, Because Darlene, it is now revealed officially, although it was very heavily implied in that first episode. Darlene is in fact working with the FBI. Uh, She is a full-blown rat, and she's basically trying to get information on the relationship between Elliot and Tyrell for immunity. And as part of this, Darlene goes to Elliot, and they have a little talk, and Elliot's like, okay... Can you stay with me? I I don't... I don't want to be alone. Remember, there's a whole loneliness thing that Elliot mentioned earlier. So Darlene stays with Elliot. Elliot's asleep. And while he's asleep, Darlene's just, like, rooting around his apartment. Just sort of snooping. And then Elliot wakes up and is like, what are you doing? Why are you here? And Darlene's like, hey, asshole, you invited me. Like, why were you snooping around my computer? I was looking for a pen to write you a note. I have to catch my bus. There are no buses. The whole transport system is screwed. Like, it's it's all over the news. Catching her in this lie. And then Elliot pins her against the wall and just starts screaming at her. And it's at this moment that Darlene realizes, shit, it's you. And I love this this shot where it just, like, starts out, it's Elliot and Darlene, 
Camera pans in to Darlene. And Darlene's like, oh no, it's you. And then it pans back out again, and it's Mr. Robot. Like, it went from Rami Malek to Christian Slater. And, like, then, of course, Mr. Robot goes full Mr. Robot and just starts, like, just verbally attacking her. Like, of course, like I said, like, she he, she's pinned against the wall and he's kind of twisting her arm a bit. And then eventually she just gets away. Eventually she leaves. And Elliot's just left there like, what the hell? (laughs) Later, it is revealed that what Darlene did was establish a link from Elliot's computer to the FBI. So the FBI can literally see everything Elliot is doing. This backfires in a big way later. We'll talk about that in a few minutes. There's also, and oh my god, this episode plays around with the whole Elliot, Mr. Robot thing so perfectly. You have that Darlene thing. And then, by the way, Darlene, very conflicted on this whole thing. She hates the fact that she has to, like, spy on Elliot for the FBI. She hates the fact that she has to throw him under the bus. And... Also, she's the tiniest bit pissed because she was very adamant. Elliot's not talking to Miss. Uh, Elliot's not talking to Tyrell. Elliot's not talking to Tyrell. Elliot's not talking to Tyrell. And Dom's like, okay, here's a phone call uh, that was made to Elliot from prison that just shows Elliot and Tyrell talking. Here's the recording of the prison call that we saw way back in season two. Still think he's telling you the truth? (laughs) Uh, But there's like, there's so much conflict within Darlene. Like, there's so much uncertainty within Darlene with this whole FBI thing. And it's so, so freaking wonderful. Uh, It comes out a little bit when... We're on, like, the the pier. Elliot and Darlene are having that conversation. And they're, like, simultaneously having a nice brother-sister moment and chewing each other out at the same time. It, it's so well-written and so powerful and amazing. But anyway, we'll come back to this later. We also get this incredible, incredible scene with Krista. I got way off track, by the way. Like, this is... What I meant when I was saying this episode plays along with plays around with the Elliot Mr. Robot thing so so perfectly. Krista asks Elliot to have Mr. Robot talk to her. And so he lets him come out. He lets Mr. Robot come to the surface. And the resulting confrontation between Chris and Mr. Robot is magnificent. Like, Chris is trying to do a therapist thing of understanding Mr. Robot. And Mr. Robot just keeps deflecting. Like, he kind of comes on to her. 
uh, talks in circles, talks about how uh, Darlene compromised them, and Crystal's like, what do you mean? And then Mr. Robot just leans in close, uh, adopts a very intimidating stance, and is like, I'm done talking. And then just leaves, and Elliot's like, okay, uh, can we start now? And then Elliot goes home freaking out, like, oh god, that just happened, that just happened. Also, what did he mean by we were compromised? Uh, having his typical Elliot, what what is happening here, freak out. Elliot goes home, and we have this weird-ass scene. With the damn dog-abusing wife cheating on with Krista asshole. Who's just like, how do you always get on your feet? How are you so lucky? Even when the world's gone to hell, you're just, you're just here. I hate this dog. I never wanted the dog. Vet bills are piling up because she's sick, probably dying, shitting all over my house. So I thought, you wanted the dog so much. You could just take her. Let her shit all over your house like you did mine. And then just shoves the dog in his arms and just leaves. Like, what a dick. What an asshole. I hate this guy. He's the worst. He's the worst person. Anyway, so Elliot's got the dog back now. Yay. At least one thing went right. (laughs) In this sea of garbage that is Elliot's life right now. One thing worked out. Speaking of everything going to shit. So, Joanna goes on a talk show. And talks about Scott Knowles getting arrested. And talks about her devotion to Tyrell. And she's like, I've never loved anyone like I love Tyrell. I've never loved anyone else. I never will love anyone else. And yeah, I did file for divorce at one point. But that was a moment of weakness. I've since withdrawn my petition for divorce. It was a mistake. I'll never love anyone like I love Tyrell. Now, this, for obvious reasons, is not very, uh, (laughs) favorable to Joanna's side piece boyfriend deal. Because while Joanna's being driven home, her bodyguard realizes they're being followed. So he pulls over, gets out, and the person following them is, of course, the side piece boyfriend. Who's like, hey, she, she used me. She lied to me. She said she, she said she loved me. She just used me to get her husband off of murder. 
Hey, you love me. Why'd you do it? That type of pathetic, please take me back moment. And the bodyguard just is absolutely brutal to him. And it's just like, hey. You will never see her again. Go away. Find someone who actually finds whatever it is you are charming. F off. And then he goes back to the car and is like, yeah, everything's okay. He just needed to be set straight. And then the dude pulls out a gun, shoots the bodyguard. Joanna... Uh, takes a gun from the bodyguard's holster to defend herself. The dude shoots Joanna in the head. Joanna is dead. And then the bodyguard, with one last act, takes another gun and shoots the side piece boyfriend. So he's dead now. Uh, the bodyguard's actually fine. He, he's gonna make a full recovery. But Joanna... Straight up murdered, and oh my god, the most heartbreaking shot in anything ever is, like, panning over to the baby, who's still alive and crying up a storm with blood all over its face. It's just, ugh. Ugh. It's so sad. It's such a heartbreaking moment. But yeah, Joanna is just murdered. And also, like, when... Joanna goes in for an autopsy. The FBI finds her. And they're like, yeah, we're gonna keep this on lockdown because she's the wife of the most wanted man in the world. Uh, We'll use this to our advantage. Also, we're not contacting next of kin for the kid. We're putting it up uh, in social services. Which Dom is not happy about. And then there's Price and White Rose, who have a bit of a clash, to say the least. Price gets up and is like, China is the only country not to adopt ecoin. By doing so and embracing Bitcoin, they've started a currency war. White Rose is just looking on like, you dick. And then they have this meeting behind the scenes, and Price is like, just accept ecoin. Just sign the accord, for the love of God, or maybe I hold up your UN vote for the Congo that you want so much. And White Rose is just like, you know, I talked to your favorite employee and I was very impressed with her her eyes especially I thought about putting a bullet in each one of them like just fully threatening Angela and you see like just the color drain from Price's face and White Rose has this amazing line Don't mistake my generosity for generosity. 
And then he just leaves. And in the car, he's like, I want to schedule stage two for the day of the UN vote. And White Rose's underling is like, wait a minute. Stage two was supposed to be a last resort if Price doesn't come through. Why would you want to do it anyway? And he's like, Price needs a slap on the wrist. And so, yeah, stage two is the day of the UN vote. The date has been set. It's happening, despite Elliot's best efforts. And then we get this ending. Where Dom goes in to the safe house. Near Darlene's apartment. And is looking at uh, Elliot's computer deal. She sees that, like, as the other dude tells her. Uh, he sent an encrypted email with a link. This dude opened the link. This other dude on duty. And as they're talking about this, they see someone breaking into Darlene's apartment. And Dom puts two and two together and is like, This isn't for Tyrell, like we just theorized. It's for us! And you see on the footage of Darlene's apartment, the security footage of Darlene's apartment, it's Elliot who just broke in. Elliot just, once again, owned the FBI. And then there's just credits there. So yeah. This season, continuing to just go on full throttle. It's great. It's amazing. I'm going to leave it at that. Uh, If you like this, Favorite the podcast, anchor.fm slash TV archives, so that you can be here every single Monday through Friday as we go through every single episode of this and other shows. And you can find it on pretty much whatever podcatcher app you prefer. Feel free to call in as well as the simplest just to push up a button on the Anchor app. I'll play those on the show from time to time if you felt so inclined to send those in. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, TomTom4468, and support the show. Patreon.com slash Thomas Clark pledge just a dollar a month. I appreciate everything I get through there. Or, if that doesn't work for you, you can also support the show directly via Anchor. I appreciate that as well. Uh, tomorrow we will be discussing Season 3, Episode 3. Talk to you then.